Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. Many years ago, I memorized Psalm 63. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. By the way, I was brought up on the King James Version, and the scriptures I've memorized have mostly been in that translation. Today, I'm struck by that first line, O God, you are my God. It's one thing to say there is a God, that God made the world, etc. It's another thing to say that this God is my God. Many people believe in God, perhaps, but not as many can say with David, He is my God. One morning a few days ago, I was in the kitchen, still a bit groggy. I just began to talk to God, to ask for his blessing and help for the day, to try to yield myself to him and walk in his ways and not the ways of the flesh. We are all drawn so much to living for ourselves, doing what pleases us. I knew God was my God, and I wanted to be his as well. When David wrote Psalm 63, he was on the run, hiding in caves from those who sought to kill him. He cried out to God for help in these times, but in this psalm, he just expresses his desire for God and for his manifest presence. We call on God when we're in trouble. Even people who seldom give God any thought do this. It's funny that When the crisis comes, when life itself is in jeopardy, we don't look to the things that we have built our lives around, but we suddenly get religion, so to speak, and call on the name of God. I don't want to be like that. I want to call on God at all times, not just when I'm in trouble. I want to be able to say with David, you are my God. But there are times when we don't feel it. There are times in our lives when We don't feel very spiritual. We may even wonder if we are really Christians. Do you ever feel that way? I do. I think to myself, I am such a sinner. How could God love me? In those moments, can I say, God, you are my God? The answer is yes. Have you ever been through a time when everything turned against you and some people you thought were your loyal friends turned away from you? I have. That's not a pleasant thing. If you're in a situation in life when you desperately need the love and support of your close friends and you find that they have forsaken you, well, that's a terrible thing to go through. It's hard to be alone in trouble. But if you have God, if you can say, oh God, you are my God, then you will never be alone. Even when you fail miserably, God will not forsake you. In Psalm 31, David writes, because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. Many years ago, I went through a major life crisis in which those words became mine in a way that no other 
passage of Scripture ever has. I had failed, and those who promised to stick by me did not. They let me down. I became an object of dread to my acquaintances. I felt forgotten like a dead man and certainly felt like that I was like a broken vessel. But during that time, Jesus was more real to me than he had ever been in my life. That psalm goes on. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me. The Lord's faithfulness to you is not based on your good behavior. It is based on his own promise, backed up by his never-changing character. God was a rock to David, and he is a rock to you. He is the one to whom you can flee in times of trouble. The devil would say to you, you have sinned too much. God will not be with you anymore. You're just not worthy of his love and care. When you hear those words in your spirit, respond with this promise of God from Jeremiah 31. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. And from Lamentations chapter 3, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. His mercies never come to an end. If there is a refrain that is repeated over and over in the Bible, it is this. His mercy endures forever. Mercy. What, what a great word. Mercy, mercy is, is when God withholds the punishment from you that your sins deserve. Mercy is basic to God's divine nature. When I was a boy, I felt that God was constantly watching for an opportunity to punish me. If my elders taught me one verse from the Bible, it was this, be sure your sins will find you out. It's not that I had so much judgment come my way. I just I felt that since God was a God of judgment, he, he must be keeping a full account of my youthful sins. It didn't help that it seemed to me that the teachers in my school, and especially the coaches, were always looking for a chance to get us some of them seemed to delight in catching some student out so he could let him have it. How liberating to learn that God is not like them. It is not that our sins are hidden from God. The Bible is very clear that the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. But while that is true, it also says this in Ezekiel 33, as I live, declares the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from his way and live. The Lord has called you and me to trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. There, 
He bore our sins in his own body. God hasn't overlooked our sins. He has eternally dealt with them in the death of his son. Our sins have been removed from us as far as the east is from the west. They were transferred from our account to Jesus. His mercy is higher than the heavens. This is God, and this God is my God. This God is your God. He remains our God when we fail. He is our God regardless of the circumstances we're going through. He is our God even if those circumstances are all our fault. He is with us, and he will not fail us. David said in Psalm 27, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Like I said before, I was brought up on the King James Version. Most of the modern translations say there that the Lord will care for me. That's great, but somehow I love those words, the Lord will take me up. I picture a child who has gotten hurt running to his mother whose arms are outstretched to him. She picks him up and holds him close, and then everything is all right. Are you hurt? Are you in trouble? Run to him. Even if your father and mother have forsaken you, God will take you up. He will care for you, and he will never forsake you. In every situation, you can say, oh God, you are my God. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are my God. Thank you that you have loved us with an everlasting love. Thank you that you have taken all of our sins and laid them on your Son. He has borne them in his own body on the cross so that we, being dead to sin, might live to righteousness, by whose stripes we are healed. Heal those, listen today, those who are hurting, those who maybe feel estranged from you because of the devil's condemnation. I pray that the word of God will just become so real to them and will conquer the lies of Satan. And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. My dear friend, would you pray for our church, the Bread of Life Anglican Church? Uh, we meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock at the American Legion Hall, which is at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. We're praying that God will give us our own church building, but until he does, that's where we are. And if you're in that area, if you don't have a church home, we would love to meet you. 1809 Union Street, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.